0: there folks welcome to a very special episode of eddie and his amazing friends the hero cast episode 181 joined by um i guess dc not not every dc but most dc movies our dc correspondent simon who is at uh, sgc speaks on twitter welcome back
1: thanks for having me you know, it's yeah. funny, the last time, the last movie I watched talked about Darkseid, and the, cur- the current movie we're talking about talks about Darkseid. It's all connected.
0: That's true, that's true. And we got back-to-back uh, Wonder Woman movies, kind of, sort of, on the podcast. So, uh, before we <laughs> dive into the movie, which is part 1, 2, and 3 of Justice League The Snyder Cut, uh, before we dive into that, some news that dropped. Every time there's big news, I like to cover it on here, even though we'll be a week late, but that's okay. So with the actor strike over now, finally, uh, first bit of big news, and this is funny because he was in back-to-back episodes of the Hero cast. It seems like we have finally found our Reed Richards. It is Pedro Pascal. No, that's not right. Pablo Pascal. Paid? yeah. Ooh, I got my peas I got my peas wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean I I still probably prefer John Krasinski, but uh, Pedro. It was Pedro. Okay. Jeez. You'd think I would know. I just did two movies with him. But yes, Pedro Pascal. Uh, yeah, I mean I I still prefer I think John Krasinski, maybe because I've seen him in the part, but they just never seemed interested in using him beyond what they did. So uh, I like it better than Adam Driver. I didn't think that one to me was like a little, eh. I don't see it personally. Yeah, as
1: t- yeah. As talented of an actor as Adam Driver is, I don't really, I do not really see that one either. John Krasinski is a good one. Um Somebody said Brandon Ralph, who played Superman in Superman Returns and in the Crisis on Infinite Earths, Earth's crossover event for the CW. And I could, I could definitely see that one. Right now, I'm looking at a Photoshopped image of Pedro Pascal in the Reed Richards uh, costume that John Krasinski wore. And first, I hope it's not nearly as many crosses and random lines on that uniform. <laughs> but uh, I think... He, I know he's got the acting chops to pull it off. Uh, but I'm pretty sure this means he's gonna have to shave that mustache.
0: Well yeah. Who knows? Or grow a beard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so for all I know, he's gonna look entirely different. Yeah, I don't I don't
0: hate it. i I'm I'm open to it. I I do think Adam Driver would be a better Doctor Doom, which kinda segues into the next bit of news. This came out today. Another rumor really about Kang Marvel might be done with them and Jonathan Majors moving on to Doctor Doom being the main villain going forward i think this is huge overthinking just recast him if he's that maybe big of a pr disaster and you're worried that his legal issues might cause him to miss filming or whatever just just recast him i don't understand why we need there's like talk of like killing them off or <laughs> doing whatever. I just, like, you've already, you've recast yes. Hulk twice. You've recast uh, War Machine. What's the big deal? Just recast them.
1: You're on track to recast um, Thunderbolt Ross. But oh, I got two yeah, things to say one. about it. One, they seemed like they were going to wait for the trial to be over. And in theory, they could still do that because based on the trajectory of everything they wouldn't even begin filming anything involving Kane for a while because the bulk of the plans currently don't involve any Avengers movies. Those movies are set in like two or three years from now, and I something tells me the trial is going to be over by at least the spring, probably sooner. Um, secondly, I think Jonathan Majors is a really good actor, and if he is innocent, I think he should be kept in the role because one of the things I read that speaks to this is the fact that there could— it was in part due to the allegations, but also because there wasn't a lot of money to be made with Ant-Man 3. And I'm going to go on a very small rant about the MCU. This is entirely their fault for putting these pivotal moments that tell that tell essential parts of the story on TV shows. Yeah. I don't want to. I said a while ago, I think on this pot, very podcast. I don't want to watch a movie to understand the book. I don't want to read a book to understand the movie, and I don't want to watch a TV show to understand the movie either. Maybe if it's like, okay, Sex and the City ran for like how many seasons, they made a movie after that, that's entirely different. Because this is a cinematic universe. This is something that's meant to go on for a significant period of time. So the pivotal moment should be the pivotal moment should be on screen. Everything I know about Kang should be stuff I learned from watching movies. I should not have to watch a television show, no matter how good it might be, to understand anything about this stuff. If anything, these TV shows should be stories that are ancillary and cool if you if you watch them, but not crucial in will cross entire problems of misunderstanding if you don't. They learn nothing from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and now they're gonna just blame it on uh, Jonathan Majors when in reality this is just another. Symptom of the many problems that they themselves created.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, you know, it, it is a little strange when some of the – because, like, I don't know which TV shows are going to be important. Like, do I have to watch uh, WandaVision now? Or it's like, you know, do I have to watch Moon Knight? Like, Moon Knight has done – has not paid off at all. Like, you could completely have skipped Moon Knight but you apparently need to watch Miss Marvel. You apparently need to watch Hawkeye if you wanted to understand the, you know, Miss Marvel movie. So, or the Marvels, rather. Uh, Like, do I need to watch She-Hulk? Do I need to watch Secret Invasion? Like, none of these... Some of these movies pay off, or the shows pay off. Some don't. I don't know. It's very strange. And then we still have this big giant statue in the ocean that has yet to be addressed, but... uh, Last bit of news... Uh, Speaking of movies that uh, probably aren't going to do very well, uh, Madam Web, which the trailer dropped today, which I said months ago on this podcast, back when, uh, I forget which episode it was, but uh, Caleb was still a host on here. I said, this movie is going to lose money. Like, I don't need hindsight. I don't need the, you know, I don't need to look back and say, wow, I just, I'm surprised that that one didn't do well. I'm telling you right now, I said it back then, it's not gonna, this movie will not make money. The trailer dropped. Uh, there is Madame Web, there are Spider Women. I guess Chameleon is the villain. Uh, it, I think that's who that was supposed to be, but uh, looks like a really fun CW show. That's all. That was my thought about the, the trailer.
1: I can't believe I'm saying this, but CW shows have had better CGI and effects <laughs> than that. I am so sick of Sony with these Sony Spider-Man universe movies. You had good things going with... Let's be perfectly honest. After No Way Home, people wanted either Spider-Man 4 or the Amazing Spider-Man 3. I personally would at least be under the I would want to see a bit more of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man because I feel like the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man series was a complete story. That, that being said, that's about the only movies I could I heard anybody specifically want outside of these animated Spider-Man movies we've been getting since Into the Spider-Verse. Venom was cool, Mobius was not. Craven <laughs> looks okay, and this looks awful. They never really, outside of the animation, they've never really gone above decent. And as soon as they realize that, the sooner they can put their attention and their energy into telling an actual good story.
0: Yeah, I. it's funny you mention that. I, I I left a comment on something on Facebook about, like, are we getting Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man against the Sinister Six? Because it feels like we're taking the longest possible road to get there. And if we're not getting that, what are we even doing? Someone responded very upset and mad that he's like, "No, it's Tobey Maguire, you idiot!" I'm like, what? What are you even talking about? Like, I don't know. That was strange. But uh, he's like, "Yeah, Tobey Maguire is gonna face Morbius. Don't you know?" I'm like, no, I think Tobey's done with the role. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what one uh, what Madam Webb is is supposed to be like, what are we doing with this? And then you said Craven. I mean, it did look kind of cool. I don't know, but I don't know. It just seems like we're taking a really long road to get to the sinister six. And I don't know what this is supposed to be. Um, I'm going to say this a lot during our movie today, and I'll say it as it pertains to Sony. I'm not saying that Marvel is the be-all end-all and that that's the only way to build up a universe and that's the only way to build towards something. But I do think the way Sony's doing it and I do think the way DC did it is not correct either. So I don't know. The only, the best I've seen so far at doing it probably is Marvel. I don't know. I mean, not that they're perfect, but... Uh, I've yet to see it done better or even as good, so I don't know.
1: I think the closest we ever got were the X-Men movies that predate the MCU in a lot of ways, and they tried that a second time, and it still became a mess.
0: Yeah, I mean, X-Men 1 and 2 were really great. Uh, It fell off, and then, you know, same with a lot of the other ones. Uh, First Class, Future Past, good, and then it started to fall off, too, so... But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know why there's so many villain origin movies, and now we're getting Madam Web, who is not even like that major of a character in Spider-Man. Like, the average I was, person does not know who Madam Web is. I,
1: I read comics every once in a while with Spider-Man, and I have, I vaguely know who this person is. When I, when I say vaguely, I mean... I could tell you that they're connected to Spider People, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, I remember from the animated show where Stan Lee's wife did her voice, but I was never like, oh, sweet, I love this character. Like, I found her character to be very strange and confusing. Although they did do Secret Wars in that, and it was really, really well done. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm wondering if it'll be better than Marvel Secret Wars. We'll see. But
1: oh, they're they're just gonna they're gonna dump Kang for. Uh... For Doctor Doom, and no,
0: I'm waiting for Doctor Doom. Like, let's 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 bring him on board already.
1: Yeah. Well. If any, <laughs> um, I I have plenty of things to say, but I want to get to some of this uh this Snyderverse stuff because we all know all the craziness and all the hype that went into these movie this movie, excuse me, which was at one point gonna be part one and two back in back in the day, and then after it got re got green lit for it, HBO Max was then gonna become like a six part series. And before we get into it, I'm just gonna say as they cut it up as with what we've watched so far, this wouldn't have worked that way.
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like there's not really a good stopping point to where you could well, be able, where it's like, okay, I'm satisfied with like if it came out in April And then part two came out in October. There's no point really in the movie where I thought like if I left the theater having watched the first half of this movie, where I'd be happy about that. I don't know.
1: I would say the closest part that even comes to that we didn't even watch in the first half of this review. Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, but yeah, there's not to me there wasn't a great stopping point, and you can't release a four-hour movie into a theater even martin Scorsese would not try that i think you could maybe cut this down like an hour maybe um there certainly is a lot you could have cut out like just off the top of my head you could have cut out the Icelandic song for uh, aquaman that didn't need to be in the movie lois lane getting oh, we, coffee didn't oh, really need to be in the movie
1: oh we will get to that because i think i mentioned this before i am an editor in real life I haven't edited any movies yet, but uh, just off of the bust well, off of what I know and what I do, I can tell you several parts where this just really didn't need to exist.
0: Yeah, there, or, or the um, Aquaman getting drunk or drinking the whiskey and like walking on the pier, like that whole scene, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot different. there's a lot you could have trimmed down to maybe get it around three hours. Uh, <clears throat> So the original Justice League came out in 2017, the Snyder Cut, uh, which, by the way, I should explain. So what happened is Zack Snyder was directing this, and I think DC basically told him, like, hey, we're firing you because everybody hated um, Batman vs Superman. And as a professional courtesy, they let him leave saying, hey, I have a family emergency. I can't keep directing, so Josh Whedon will take over. My thought. I don't know. But uh, I know a lot of people love the uh, the Snyder cut. It's the uh, – people love their Zack Snyder. To me, he's very hit or miss. I don't – I don't know. I would I, agree. I don't understand the worship that he gets. I mean, there's been movies he's made that I really like. 300 was cool, but like Sucker Punch and Batman vs Superman, I thought were really bad. So
1: the stuff he nails, he hits out of the park. The stuff he doesn't is migraine-inducing, and that's me being polite.
0: <laughs> so this came out, this dropped after a big. The public wanted it. So HBO Max dropped it March 18th, 2021. So we'll jump into our time capsule there. Our number one song, I'd never even heard of this, was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. What? Yeah, (laughs) I listened to it. I didn't ring a bell. Our champions got a small mix-up, not a big one. WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Universal Champion, get used to this, Roman Reigns, NXT, Uh... Finn Balor. (laughs) I just put ongoing in my little notes here because there's no end date yet. Uh, NXT, Finn Balor, Raw Women, Rhea Ripley, SmackDown Women, Sasha Banks, NXT Women, Io Shirai, AEW, Kenny Omega, AEW Women's, Hikaru Shida, an IWGP, sorry, yeah, World Heavyweight Champion. This was after they merged the belts with the Intercontinental. Still Kota Ibushi. <laughs> and uh, around this time, spring of 2021, I guess uh, the big thing is I got the, I got the vaccine. So COVID was over. <laughs> so all right. I uh, yeah, if you have any history of this time period or history with the movie, I sat and watched the whole sitting. I sat and watched it, and one really long sitting.
1: <laughs> but I did, I did two, and my immediate re- response was, "There's no way this is the." My immediate question was, well, "How is this his completed vision?" Especially when we get to and I'll, I'll dive more deep into this in part two, when we get to that extra stuff, <laughs> but that's what I was like, if, if he, because initially it was like, they told you that the movie was mostly done, it just needed VFX, temp music needed to be replaced and everything else, because I don't know everything about the Hollywood process, but basically when a movie's in like a rough cut stage, it's there's a bunch of different scenes included, and it's usually pretty long, and then it gets edited down to a, digestible and easier to watch uh, overall film from what everything I've been able to understand the movie at at the time the the movie was at at the time Zack Snyder stepped away was I believe at the rough cut stage where some VFX were done but ultimately the movie needed uh, another couple of rounds of editing and for this one I think they just allowed him to complete all the stuff he had been working on and overall i think it looks still it looks pretty good for for that stage but i'm really just wondering why why four hours (laughs) because every because every time i watch this movie i always say once i get to the midway point i could have watched the avengers had a good time and have been done by now
0: yeah well one of the big changes no uh superman mustache cgi so that's good um but yeah, back to the facts before we jump in. There's not. We've already discussed the cast. There's only one new cast member, which we'll get to. But uh, the facts, figures. Uh, look, there was no real budget for this. I mean, Wikipedia says 70 million. I don't know if that was in addition to what this cost. I don't know. But
1: it's yeah, it's very weird because the initial movie because the initial movie was released in 2017 with an inflated budget because of all the edits they made, I would guess that this movie's actual budget initially would have been about 200 maybe 250 And it probably did have a similar budget to the Justice League of a few years ago because uh, Snyder wanted to do that $70 million in reshoots, some of which affect this movie and, and how we view it up until this point others that really don't
0: yeah i mean there's there are a lot of new scenes and then changes to existing scenes uh which by the way the original justice league is was 46th on our list at 357.9 million dollars putting it right below x-men apocalypse right above the mask Uh, now that's good i suppose but then you look at you know, the Avengers, which I guess would be this closest comparison. And Avenger, our our top four spots, number one, Endgame, two, Infinity War, three, Age of Ultron, four, Avengers, all over a billion. So when you're only getting 300 million, which is a lot, you should be, with this cast, getting a billion, but you're not even getting that close to that. So that's why he's gone.
1: And releasing this in the streaming age, whew, yeah, they this this project was if anything was a tax. They've been canceling movies left and right, uh, Warner Brothers, and this movie is the definition of a tax write-off because there was no there's no real there's money to be made in streaming, but the hard money is always comes from the theater. People get their money back from the theater. Back in the day, they used to get a lot from DVD sales. Now that's basically pocket change because people don't buy dvds like that anymore so if the movie don't make money in theaters it didn't make money and this movie was never released in theaters so it didn't make money it was in the top 10 for viewership for hbo max at the in the year it was released oh yeah that's about that's about all you can say about it
0: yeah i'm sure a lot of the people bought hbo max for this um i don't I don't quite understand the exact Snyder bro obsession. I wish I knew like a Snyder bro to get him on the podcast. Be like, What is it about his movies that, you know, you're like, there's the whole thing of like, Oh, Netflix buy the Snyderverse and finish this story. And like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I got a real quick analogy for that. You ever seen that episode of family guy where Herbert is like, just let me sniff Chris, Chris's hat and I'll never ask you for anything again. The hat blows to him through the wind. He snips it. Then he says, now I want more. That is the Snyderverse fandom in a nutshell. <laughs> right, hey, let, finish the Snyder Cut. Let's see that movie. Okay, here you go. All right. Now, finish the Snyderverse. We never said we were going to do that.
0: No. This was a courtesy to the fans, I suppose. But, uh, you know, it got... Look, the original... On Rotten Tomatoes, critics 39%, fans 67%. The Snyder Cut, critics 72%, big increase, and fans 93%. Very big increase, I suppose. Our initial scores, by the way, if you were wondering. I gave Justice League a 4, Kalo gave it a 5.5, and and you also gave it a 4. So, yeah. And, um, oh, I always forget the plugs. EC underscore hero on Twitter, Instagram, as EC cast and EddieC85 on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever. So, that is that. Uh, the cast, we've already discussed the cast before. There's not really any changes. However, there is one small addition. Um, if you've ever watched the episode of Frasier, where he goes to the sci-fi convention at the beginning to get the autograph... Of the his it's it's an episode where he this guy he used to like admire him as an actor in the theater and then he has been to make money he does like a sci-fi Star Star Trek ripoff show and uh, Fraser goes to get his autograph uh, for a coworker and he's like what is he doing here and there's a guy in line like oh he's just being awesome and signing autographs that guy was Ray Porter, who plays our villain, Darkseid. <laughs> huh. uh, yeah, I looked him up. I'm like, he was in Frasier. Who was he? And he is credited as... Um... Oh, where... oh, he's credited as Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne in Frasier. So that was him. But yeah, he does the voice of Darkseid. Um... I mean, the voice was was pretty cool. I'll I'll comment on the character later, but I think the addition of Darkseid really did help the movie. Uh, you know, we we made fun of Stefan Wolf, who did get a little bit of an upgrade in this movie. He looks better, sounds better, does cooler stuff. But ultimately, I think because Stephen Wolf, to me, at the end of the day, we called him this in the original review, but he is the we have Ronan the Accuser at home. He is ordering Ronan the Accuser on Wish. He's just, that's who he is. And as with the addition of Darkseid, it's, to me, a big improvement in that it's like, okay, we do have our Thanos-level villain. So, to me, that, that helps a lot.
1: <laughs>
0: and he looked good. I thought CGI-wise, he looked pretty good. He looks just like him. So, that's our case. Wait,
1: cast. wait. Uh, uh, when you said that, were you referring to... Uh, oh, Dark side. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say he also looked pretty good.
0: I mean, I would prefer the more, like, how Thanos looked, where he's a motion capture actor, but, you know, whatever. It's not... It's, this is not a real movie, either, so it's fine. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, Jump into the plot because, like I said, no no other cast to recap. everybody's everybody did good. We all did good. So we don't open up with CGI Superman upper lip uh, on a video like a kid's cell phone video. instead, we get a recap of Superman dying at the hands of Doomsday and his cries are heard by everyone on the earth. And then we see the location of the mother boxes. One is under Cyborg Sink, one is in Atlantis, and one is in a vault in the Mascara. So, that's our prologue. Part one, don't count on it, Batman. So, we see Bruce Wayne. He does not fight a parademon in this. Instead, he finds a village in Iceland where Aquaman kind of hangs out. He wants to recruit him for a big mission, and he meets with Aquaman. Aquaman pretty much gives him a hard, a hard no. So, and I did love at the end where Aquaman just reveals Bruce Wayne's identity in front of the entire village. <laughs> Which I don't think they spoke English, but still, it was very funny. He's like,
1: oh, a guy that wears a bat. dressed like a bat. Well, that's clearly, like, a few people. Yeah. Two did. So... Yeah, I think the initial replay in the beginning was really good uh, at establishing that Superman's death is a major shift in the universe, and specifically that his death alerted the Mother Box or alerted Steppenwolf to the Mother Box. The yeah. only problem I have is this: if, if I'm if I'm to understand this correctly, Superman didn't exist on the planet. As a fully-fledged and empowered Kryptonian until he was, I want to say at least 20-something, maybe 30-something. So, these boxes have been buried for years. Why did Superman Scream specifically wake it up? Just because of how powerful it was?
0: I suppose, yeah, that'd be the only thing I could think of.
1: <laughs> and then they, But they specifically say the line, uh, I, I, I'll wait for it, I'll wait. <laughs> but, um, uh, but I will... I will say, uh, of all the people who have reasons for not wanting to fight, I think Aquaman has the lamest. Oh, well,
0: yeah, he just <laughs> doesn't want to. I will say about Aquaman, even though it's cliche and I hate it, to where it's like, well, actually, that's I'm jumping ahead. I don't want to do that. Um, quick cut, though, to Metropolis. We see Lois getting coffee. Zack Snyder is a patron at the coffee shop for anyone who cares. Uh, But yeah, she gets coffee for a cop, and she's just kind of living with the fact that there's no more Clark or Superman. Also, we see Martha's home is foreclosed on back in Smallville. So apparently no life insurance for uh, Paul Kent. I don't know. Then we cut over to London, where they have a nice little Superman flag on their London Bridge. And there's a building full of people who are about to be blown up, I guess, by terrorists because they just want to blow up stuff. I think that was the gist. (laughs) Um, I thought they were bank robbers at first, but no, they just wanted to blow up the building. So, uh, but less than a minute... Wonder Woman takes out all the bad guys, sends the bomb into the air. It's implied that she kills the leader of the group.
1: No, 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 no. She I didn't see. kill the leader of the group. She annihilated him. <laughs> okay. She definitely did. I got two things to say about... First thing, the coat sniffing in, Aquaman, what the hell. Uh, s- secondly, with regards to this scene, they clearly establish with the slow motion of her knocking out the other criminals, throwing the bomb into the air, coming back down just in time to block a bullet, blocking all the damn bullets, that she is at the very least near light speed or on a level of speed faster than most human people and even machines can react. And yet this is the same Wonder Woman who lets the, the bad guy say, I don't believe it, drop his mag, <laughs> reload his mag and aim the gun at her and then decides to blow up the wall. With cal- with police officers outside. And, and this is the part that really irritates me about this entire scene. When it comes to the context and the overall story of the movie. Why was this scene here? What does it do that the previous iterations and appearances of Wonder Woman didn't do? Establish Wonder Woman as a badass? I think we can say Batman be Superman and... Wonder Woman, night, Wonder Woman, the the first one, established that fact.
0: Well, I'll so, tell you the reason. Because without it, the first half of this movie, everything we watched, would have one, I guess if you're generous, one and a half action scenes. Now we're at two and a half with this.
1: <laughs> and that's a sign of bad writing.
0: This movie has what? a lot of talking.
1: Because the... Cause the Avengers movie starts out with Loki showing up and everybody and and attacking everybody. And it fits into the story because he's, he appears with at where the, what's the thing called? The cosmic, not the cosmic cube, the Tesseract is he's after the Tesseract. And so him killing the people there, brainwashing others and grabbing that sets up the entire conflict. And it makes sense. This doesn't even add anything to the story. It doesn't add anything to Wonder Woman's character. It, it uh, this is, this is one of the, this scene, half the half the scenes of people walking and talking can just be cut in half. But this scene in particular had no place in this movie. It added nothing. And if the movie would have been without action, because of because of this scene not being included, maybe they should have thought of that before they decided to rush a Justice League.
0: Well, if we're cutting the Zack Snyder cut, I'll tell you where the movie should have started, and it should have started right here, where the mother box on Themyscira is acting up, and Stephen Wolf and his army shows up. Thank queen, you. yes, the Queen shows up. Uh, she runs off with the box. Uh, they trap Stefan Wolf, all his parademons, and then a bunch of the Amazonians <laughs> inside of this building, which. Falls off a cliff into the ocean, apparently. So everybody's dead, but not really. Stephen Wolf, you know, explodes out and chases down the queen. This was overall a pretty good action scene, I thought. There's a lot of horses. It was great being, action. Yeah, a lot of horses being killed. If you're into that, but <laughs> he, uh, I liked his new armor in this, where like he's shot with arrows and the arrow, the armor just like breaks the arrows Flex. off. So that was neat. Yeah. Um, and then he this gets this design is bob. way better. Yes, he gets the mother box back, and then they fire a uh, arrow flame to alert Wonder Woman. That's where the movie should have started. You start with an action scene. Come on, everybody knows that.
1: <laughs> this was part all of everything we just said was part one, folks. Yeah, I
0: just, I don't know. That's where I would have started it, and then I would have had Batman recruit Aquaman after this, and then we go, you know, and
1: then we could like even meet is, in the middle. We can start with Superman scream. We can cut to the yeah, Amazonian queen being alerted, and then and then after that he goes to recruit. Occup- oh boy, I have problems with this movie. Let's keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, look, I I literally think you could have you could
0: figure out a way to cut this down to three hours, and you can do a three hour movie in the theater if it's a big time movie, which this claims it is. So.
1: I would argue you could cut this down to 2.5 and you wouldn't miss much. <laughs> well, we're, we're, about to, One of these days, I might actually just download this movie and try it myself. Oh, that'd be
0: interesting. Well, here's part two, The Age of Heroes. So, on a plane, Bruce Wayne believes he has found Barry Allen. So, we cut... To, well, he already actually did find him. He found him in Batman vs. Superman. He just showed up in his bat cave and his head did, but we cut to star labs
1: that did happen yeah
0: i that Jesus. that to me is the most unforgivable thing where like flash who has not even been established as a character shows up <laughs> to warn superman about uh the, not superman more in batman about superman <laughs> well he's going to find him now but uh cut to star labs Wolf's soldiers break in, because the mother box was there. Uh, back on Themyscira, they light the flame... Er, um, yeah, I already mentioned that. But the flame went to the Parthenon in Greece, and Diana's the only one who knows why the whole Parthenon's on fire. So she goes, finds an underground cave, sees there's a drawings, warnings about... Well, we'll get to that when she tells Bruce in a few scenes. But back in the ocean... This was, it took forever to, for Aquaman to get to the ocean. It's like he's walking down the pier, he's drinking whiskey, he throws the whiskey into the water so he pollutes his own home, and then he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes down, and then finally Volko shows up and gives him his mom's trident. And Like, we didn't, I don't know. I don't think we needed any of that. I don't even think we needed him giving him his mom's trident. Like, did anyone wait, wonder wait. where his trident came from?
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute wasn't there footage from batman vs superman where aquaman had his trident in his hand
0: yeah that's true he did he was like peeking out through the rocks underwater and he had a trident maybe it wasn't that one i don't know
1: what the hell is this is why i don't take anybody seriously who's a snyder fan who says that this universe should have continued this is a fox x-men level mess this look
0: this is one of the complaints. This is why you... Again, I'm not saying that the way Marvel does it's the only way, but you really do need movies to establish these characters. Maybe you can get away with one or two, but Aquaman's a big character. He should get his own movie before he's in the Justice League. Because I had to keep reminding myself, like, oh, yeah, this came out before his movie did. Because he's talking bad about his mom, like, my mom left me. I'm like, well, no, your mom... Oh, yeah, right, this did come out before his movie
1: please make sure you, you have me on to review black Adam. Cause I got a lot of things to say about this universe and how it's structured. <laughs> but, um, all right, I do appreciate, I do appreciate that. I always kind of viewed Aquaman at his peak as kind of like the Superman of the ocean. And I feel like he got the Zack Snyder got that across here very well. Cause he comes. And this is the first time of that since the justice league cartoon, where I felt like Aquaman was somebody to be taken seriously. And I'm really glad- I'm really happy with what they did with him um, the only other thing I had was a minor note some of the music in this I really just don't like um, but, but that's but, but that's more of a nitpick and i'm and I'm willing to admit that that's a personal thing entirely
0: right. so we cut to Stefan Wolf, who's finding these mother boxes to make up for we find out this was helpful that uh many years ago he turned on Dark side. And now he's doing this to kind of make up for it. So
1: this added this added a lot of depth to him. So I'm going to actually disagree with your comment about him being a, a discount running the accuser while they he was original. Well, absolutely. They do serve the same purposes as being an emissary for a much greater uh, bad guy. There's a lot more depth to him to Steppenwolf in this movie than there was in the previous movie. And Ronan, the the accuser, still stands out as the worst villain from the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Uh, I I really like the line where DeSade says, you still owe the great one 50,000 more worlds. Because it just implies he's been doing this for maybe hundreds of years. Cent, millenniums, even.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he, uh... You don't turn on Darkseid. He's lucky he didn't kill him. If we watched, all, according to a lot of the DC mo- uh the animated movies, he he kills people who turn on him.
1: He kills for less. Mm-hmm. You sass him, you bring him his coffee at 6.01, instead of 6, he'll blow you up.
0: Well, we're going to learn more about him. So we cut to Wayne Manor. Diana shows up, tells him all about Darkseid. We see quite a scene with a million cameos. Um, so Darkseid, he first tried to take over Earth, all the Amazons, the Vikings and Zeus cameo, uh, Ares is there before he turned evil, there's a Green Lantern, um, the Green Lantern gets killed pretty easily,
1: and, uh,
0: my biggest complaint so far is Darkseid is beaten and bloodied, and then drug aboard his ship. And, look, I get it. It was an entire army. Oh, by the way, his unity was destroyed, and the mother boxes were separated. So, but first impression of Side: This guy sucks. Like, he got... I mean, yes, it was a lot of armies. <laughs> but the first time we see him, he still gets beat. I don't... Like... The first time we saw Thanos in any meaningful capacity, he beats relatively easily Thor and Hulk, the two strongest Avengers. I know it's just Kit- two people,
1: yeah. No, no you, Let's go to full gamut of the twenty minutes. He, he clearly He clearly or his his uh or his uh, minions wiped out half the people on that uh ship. And if they're strong enough to do that, that shows how strong he is. Beats Hulk into never showing up again. Then he uh, then he, ki- he killed Heimdall. Then he beat Thor up again. Then he killed Loki.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and Hulk, used Infinity- Hulk gave him a only- bit of a fight, but they were like, ah, he's just messing with him.
1: <laughs> and and he only used one Infinity Stone. Steppenwolf, uh, in the previous Justice League movie, Steppenwolf was the one who won and lost. And that makes a lot more sense, especially when we factor in uh, the anti-life equation and everything else. This just really doesn't add up.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like this how I mean it's cool seeing Dark Side, don't get me wrong, but his first time we see him he just gets beat up by I mean, yeah, three armies, but still. This would be this would be like um use a wrestling analogy. If Roman Reigns jumped to AEW and the first night we see him, he gets beat up by the Blackpool Combat Club and Bullet Club Gold. It's like, yeah, but look how many people it took. But It's like, yeah, but it, he's supposed to be this great, awesome champion, and the first time we see him, he gets beat up. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. They, they should they had to be a better way. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he killed a Green Lantern, but it's like, you know, it wasn't Ryan Reynolds, so audiences don't really know who this Green Lantern is. So, you know, and they probably don't even know Ryan Reynolds' is Green Lantern because no one saw it, but. yeah it's just i don't know a bad first impression really bad first impression
1: and this is the only planet he lost on and he doesn't come back immediately with more weapons
0: yeah i don't know just i'm comparing this to the uh the animated movie we watched a couple weeks ago and it's like woo! he (laughs) he took over earth and he tricked superman (laughs) into taking over earth and yeah it's like in this, I was like, no, he gets beat by, you know, Zeus and Ares and, you know, like all these heroes that no one really knows about. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So, after the fight, the Amazons, regular people, man, and then the Atlanteans, they would each keep a mother box hidden, because they knew one day Darkseid would be back for the others. And Diana then asks Bruce, well, what about the others? And he's like, well, I got one tracked down, the other one told me no, and we got another one we can track down, maybe. Which leads us to part three, Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. I will say this. Cyborg in the original Justice League was a complete afterthought. This movie, they do him so much better. His character's way more interesting, way more fleshed Nightmare. out. This, I I won't say anything bad about Cyborg in the Snyder cut. They did. I mean, he was such a nothing in the first movie. So this was, and and you really needed something because he's a brand new character. He's not that well known, not like Aquaman. Where you can just debut him in a movie. Not many people know about Cyborg, so I don't know.
1: And the parallels they make between Rafe, between Cyborg and Barry Allen, are really good. And I'm glad they used these these chapters in particular to introduce them both, because they both they have a lot of similarities from the way they're depicted here.
0: Yeah. So we first see Barry Allen. He's at a job interview, and outside there's a car crash. He runs out, saves the girl. And then he ends up getting the job, kind of. And then we uh, (laughs) cut to the shores of some beach where Steffen Wolf's parademons are dragging out the Atlanteans. This was kind of cool. And they find where the mother box is with like a um, robotic uh, star that we will see later down the line in the Suicide Squad. But he attaches it to their head and it shows them a layout of the Atlantis and where the mother box is held. Then we cut to a flashback of cyborg where he's the star college quarterback playing against Wisconsin. So apparently Gotham city university is in the big 10, perhaps a placeholder, a stand in for Rutgers maybe. Oh. And he scores a walk off touchdown. Everybody's cheering him on. His mom's there, but his dad is not in the crowd. And on the way home, they get into a car wreck. Dr. Stone, shout out uh, Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. Uh, But he is, uh, he's told like, your wife didn't make it and your son won't make it. (laughs) Pretty much the worst day of his life. But he's like, I won't allow you to die, son. I won't allow you to die. And he makes good on that promise. So
1: this 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 would be a good time to mention cyborg's overall design. This is probably the least cyborg-looking cyborg I've ever seen. <laughs> and, I, and, and to explain what exactly what I mean, in other iterations of the Cyborg, he looks more like a combination of robotic parts and human and his human remains. This design just makes him look like a regular face. A, a a a robot with a part human face.
0: Yeah, I didn't it's very not great CGI. I don't think this design translates well to film, honestly. Uh, I maybe would have done a different design, maybe have um I don't know, maybe do something like Kano from Mortal Kombat where it's like You know, he's got the big metal plate in his face. Um, Maybe he's got like a robot hand or something. I don't know. But people might have gotten mad because like, oh, it doesn't look accurate. But I don't know. I just, I didn't think he looked good. Um, Quite frankly, it was just, it's a lot of CGI going on with him. And it was just kind of distracting. But I don't know. It's different because it's like Iron Man, the original Iron Man did look good, but he had no, he didn't have to have a human face. I think that's where you lose me on it. Plus silver is a weird color. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Doesn't, wasn't crazy about it, but, uh, Dr. Stone used the power of the mother box to kind of power cyborg. He's able to basically hack into anything. Like there's no barriers for him as far as security goes. He can hack into anything. He can fly. He does have good super strength. Um, he also commits bank fraud and gives a single mother a hundred thousand dollars. So um, then we cut to Barry visiting his dad in prison. Tells him to stop visiting him. It's like move on with your life. Forget about me. And at Barry's hideout, Bruce is there and asks him to join. Barry's all in, doesn't need convinced at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, Diana finds Cyborg, or rather, he finds her. And he, she asks him to join, but he doesn't really give an answer. He just kind of flies up, but he do- goes and buries some other box um, he yeah, also, I was, was going to say, I do like how... They show him, the actual guy, was it Silas Stone, where he's like wandering around the internet kind of, and it's like, oh look, this bank, and there's bears and bulls fighting in front of it, and I'll move them out of the way, and I'll just, like, it's kind of like his imagination, but it's also real. I, don't I couldn't
1: know. tell if that was a the stock market or if that was just a security system.
0: I I've, I don't know. I feel like it was just like because he does it right before he gives the woman as the hundred thousand, which made me wonder whose account he just stole that out of.
1: <laughs> hey, technically, technically money isn't uh non-printed money isn't 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 technically real, so you could have you could have just uh made it appear somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess maybe he just took like a quarter of a penny from everybody until the equal to hundred. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he did that. and But I like that. It was kind of cool to where it's like it shows the actual guy, and it's like he's just kind of wandering around the world wide web.
1: And I also yeah. like that touch of as he walks out from helping the uh, woman, two people stare, stare, stare at him all crazy, and he just puts the hood back on because he's not ready to get back out into the world all the way yet. He's just taking his baby steps with it. Uh, and Like I said, the dichotomy the of seeing – How Cyborg responded and how Barry Allen responded was very interesting. Barry Allen's like, yeah, I need friends, so, hey, whatever. Uh, And then Cyborg's like, I don't owe the world anything. The world took my mom from me, and now now I'm a freak. No thank you. Which is probably the fairest reason to not not fight between him and Aquaman. Versus Aquaman, look, I'm just trying to get drunk and enjoy my time living nowhere. Can you leave me alone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> which uh so we're about to end part three here so dr stone gets kidnapped by a parademon because the parademons sense anyone who's been around a mother box back in atlantis stefan wolf teleports to where the mother box is he's about to take it aquaman shows up um there was like a diff a neat scene with uh um, Era who, yeah Mera and uh oh, where she what was it she like sucked the water from Stephen Wolf including his blood that was kind of cool
1: so, Yeah that she, was I was not expecting that at all
0: Yeah I liked that and But Aquaman shows up he's pretty easily beaten and I think and this is the this is what I was going to say earlier This is the impetus where he decides he needs to team up with the Justice League. I'm okay with it because it's like at least it's not one of those cheesy things where it's like they're about to head into battle, then at the very last second he shows up like, "Looks like you could use another hand." Like we we've seen that in movies. It's so cliche. At least this gave a reason for Aquaman to be like, "Fine, I'll join up with these guys." Because this guy beat my ass and took our mother box. So I clearly need help. So I like it that it, um, you know, gave us a, a reason for everything, I suppose. I don't <laughs> know. Um, finally, our final scene, um, where was it? Oh, our final scene is, uh, the bat signal, uh, shows up, uh, Cy- well, Cyborg goes to his house, realizes his dad's been kidnapped because the house is all ransacked and his glasses are there. And then he sees the Bat-Signal in the sky. Um, all of them, you know, um, them being Wonder Woman, Bruce Wayne, and Barry Allen, they all saw the Bat-Signal, and Barry's like, oh, that's your thing, right? we got to go to that now. So they're going to head to the Bat-Signal, which will give us... Part four, change machine, which we will discuss next week. But uh, there's, oh, there's only
1: one thing that you missed, and I and I've been burning to talk about this because it makes no damn sense. Please. So commissioner, so commissioner Gordon, said, and I don't think I said this last time, but I know I I want to bring it up here, where he says, "Come on, the guy fights crime for ten years in Gotham, now he's going to Metropolis and kidnapping people." Yeah, because that's not the worst thing he's done in the past few years, right? So there's, there's, there's no other thing he did to people that caused Superman to have a problem with him in the first place that caught the attention of Lex Luthor. <laughs> okay. Where Lex thre- Luthor is barely
0: other- in this, by the way, I forgot.
1: Exactly, and where he threatened to brand, where he's been branding people for years. This is what I mean when I say these movies don't make any damn sense. Commissioner then Go- there's no clear answers to major questions. In the previous movie, Batman was branded. who died right. in prison from being branded, which either meant Batman knew and didn't care or he didn't know. and We never figured out which one of those it is. I guess by the end of the movie, you could argue that he figured it out. Because he went to prison specifically to do that. But then he would have also had to figure figured out that it was a stage thing that kept happening. This is just a mess.
0: Well, we're not going to grade it until next week when we see the whole thing. But overall thoughts on uh, part one through three, the first half? I guess it's not quite half the movie, almost half the movie, but... Uh, yeah overall just okay. thoughts
1: I'm again to just slightly uh get into the next movie just to, just to make this one point the scene where they all recognize that Superman has to be revived for this to work that's the natural end point of this if you're gonna make a part two out of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: this ending right here if if this was a, a if this was a series of movies or, or or a miniseries and I was grading it by each part it would not hold up well because that's all back half, two parts two and part two is basically all backstory, which is fine for, for a film or even a TV show, but not for a movie. I don't want just backstory. It needs to be a decent balance of action and backstory. It's not that hard. It really isn't. So, so far this, I would have been bored in, in the theaters, so, up until at least Cyborg and the Flash show up.
0: Yeah, so I'll start with the negative. I'll end on the positive and be nice. But the negative, I don't know. I mean, you're right. The reviving Superman would have been a good end point. But having said that, you want something to really hook the audience to come back to the theater. I don't know if this would have done it. Like, I just, I don't. I don't know of any point in this movie where I'm like, okay, that's a great cliffhanger, you know? Like I mean again, not to compare it to Marvel, but when Thanos did the snap, it's like you you want you couldn't wait a whole year. You had to watch the movie tomorrow and like I got to know what happens. How did how did they bring everybody back? Like that's a great cliffhanger. There's nothing even close like that in here. So to me this would have worked Really only if you cut it down to less... You have to cut at least an hour. That's just really the only thing. Uh, and there's a lot you could have cut. And so and we've discussed a lot of it. I don't know how much that equals out to, but we're only halfway through, so... Um, the other thing I mentioned, the, the you know, Darkseid's debut. He looked cool. I like his inclusion in the movie. You can't have your main villain just get his ass beat in his first scene. Can't do that. That's... That's no good. Um, last thing, what was I going to say? Um, oh, well, this is more towards next week, but I'll, I'll start the complaint now. There's so much that they throw at you. You have new characters. You have Aquaman. You have Flash, who are brand new. You have, it's like, oh, look, there's Green Lantern and Zeus and. You know, Ares is back. He's in a cameo. There's going to be a cameo. There's going to be a new character that debuts on part two that we do next week. There's so... And then, you know, we got Cyborg. There's so much thrown at you. And it's like, would it kill you to just have one? One extra movie establishing these characters? I don't know. Just, like, at least give me the Aquaman movie before you, you do all this. Something. But it's Please. like... The, some of these characters need to be established. We can save time by not doing all this and there's yeah that's the other there's so much talking uh, which is and then they had the uh, the Wonder Woman action scene I think just for the sake of being like man there's a lot of talking we need someone to do something cool like let's have Wonder Woman do this and I don't know I just but that was the negative the positives again I like the inclusion of dark side hopefully part two is a little bit better for him but What a lousy-ass debut for him. And uh, Cyborg, big, 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 huge, tremendous upgrade. I like the character now. I went from he was completely indifferent in the first movie to where it's like, now I like him. So big, big upgrade there. Um, The opening with uh, Superman's dying and the crying, I liked that. That was good. That was better than the cell phone footage. So... (laughs) You know, it. Um, look, I'll, I'll, a slight spoiler. I liked this better than the Justice League original movie, the Joss Whedon version. I did like it better than that. So, you know,
1: I could say that overall. I can't say it for right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Um, but the ending will, will really, I appreciated it more. But I'm, again, we'll we'll do the grade next week. ...on the full movie, um, which again, if you haven't figured it out, next week is Justice League Snyder Cut Parts 4, 5, and 6. So, that'll be next week. Um, I do have an end quote, but I'm going to need some help with this. It's a uh, Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne quote, so I will start with... uh, I don't think I need to send it to you, I'm pretty sure you'll know it... Barry Allen says, so what's your superpower?
1: I'm rich. Do you want to meet all my monsters? Think you tough, I know they'll drive you bonkers. Meet them once and I'll forever haunt you or villains in this place Just shadows that dance in my headspace Leaving nothing
0: but phantoms in in that way There's parts of me I cannot hide I've tried and tried a million times